Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Today I'm joined by a special guest, Shmuel Katz, who will uh, hopefully not make too much noise while we're recording. Today we're continuing Parag Dalit Masech Klayim Mishnah Tess. Finishing the Parag, moving on to Parag Hey Mishnah Aleph. As we were discussing yesterday, if you planted three rows, it's considered a vineyard, and therefore they must be separated by 16 amos. If a person plants a vineyard and there are 16 amos in between the rows, then you can plant another seed, another foreign plant in between those. Because once you have 16 amos, we don't look at it as combining to make one big vineyard. And now the Mishnah can actually bring a proof for this in a story, which is a bit unusual for Mishnah. Oftentimes you find that more in the Gemara. Omer Behuda, Maisivit Salmon, it happened in a place called Salmon. A person planted 16 amos apart from each other, the plants. And what did he do? And he wanted to plant in between these, in the 16 amos, he wanted to plant some sort of foreign species. But his concern was that as vineyards tend to do, they tend to grow and become almost a little invasive, grow all out over the place. And then he'd end up having to plant in 16, he'd end up planting underneath the vines. And he did not want that to happen, so what he did was, he took the edge edges, the ends of the vines, and he turned them inwards towards each other. Therefore, they did not grow over the, into the fallow area of 16 amos. So essentially, if you think about it, he had 16 amos, and he had the vineyards pointing towards each other, and then the empty area, we planted the seeds, and he didn't have a concern now of the seeds growing beneath the amos. And Vazor is in the air, and he planted in the fallow area. The next year, the next year he would turn the vines the alternative way, the other way, and that was just because he wanted to make sure that he was rotating. Crop rotation was a thing they did back in the day. It was a strategy in order to prevent the ground from being depleted of nutrients. They wouldn't plant the same crops every year on the same place. They'd also let uh, some of the fields lay fallow every few years. Nowadays, we perfected our agriculture in a way that that's not. This is rarely done, and we know how to do it. We're better about not having to skip over fields or skip over fields. Back then, they had to skip over fields or they they, they rotated which crops they would be doing. Vizora Sabar, and he planted in the unplanted area the previous year. The Chama heard about this. And the they're very happy. They were happy. They were, this is great. He knew, he understands that as long as you have 16 elements between them, he would turn the crop inwards. So then he didn't have to be concerned about the vines growing over the foreign, the foreign seeds and it was all good and well. However, mayor of Shimon Omer, mayor of Shimon come along and they disagree about the 16 amos. They say as follows, I know this karma when a plant his vineyard, if he plants the vineyard and there are a distance of eight amos between them, then it is permitted. That this that you need 16 is only when you start out with 16 amos and then one row got destroyed. But if in the initially you start out and you say, I only want to have eight between them, so that's enough that you can plant in the fallow area in between the eight amos. This concludes the fourth parak. Let's begin the fifth parak. Are you ready, Shmuel? Okay, he said yes. Kerem Shachara, once we discussed a vineyard or a parts of a vineyard that was destroyed, let's discuss in general. Let's say you have a big vineyard and a, a tornado comes through the vineyard and destroys your crops. At what point do we say you no longer have a vineyard and therefore the laws of Clay Kerem are not subject to this piece of property? Kerem Shachara. In a base saw, which is 50 amos by 50 amos, 2,500 square amos, if in that area uh, you still have, you can still have a 
uh, yet uh, there's still enough grapevines to gather ten vines in this Beisah, and they're planted according to what a standard vineyard is. As you recall, that's that's uh, two and two, and then a fifth one sticking out. So we call it a poor man's vineyard, meaning you have a vineyard, but it's a little bit more, uh, it's not as, it's not as well planted as previously because the tornado, whatever else, natural occurrence, or you destroyed some, but because you still have the minimum mandated amount for a vineyard, as in those five planted that way, or here it's ten vines that they saw, therefore it's considered a vineyard. You can't plant any foreign species within the area. What happens, however, if, what happens if you have a vineyard, but instead of planting it orderly, the way you're supposed to, you just plant it in a mumble-jumble. Karam shum sounds like mumble-jumble. One of those words. You planted it and it's all over the place, helter skelter, not in a clear, defined way. However, if it happens to be that somewhere in this Erebuvia, this this helter skelter mumble jumble vineyard, you end up having five kilkasa, as in, as we said, the four die, and the, like a die, and the one sticking out, so like sheet base hello. How is it Karim, that even though the rest of the vineyard is not is in a jumble, it's not in a clear way, we still consider it a vineyard. The Imlav, Edo Karim is not a vineyard. If from the distance you look over and you see, although you know personally that it's a mumble jumble, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a jumble, it's not actually planted like a vineyard, but from a distance it looks like a vineyard, so then we treat it like a vineyard because we have an issue of Mars Eye that people are going to look, look at it and say, wait, that's a vineyard. How come he's planting other species near it? So because we have that consideration, although Midarais is not a vineyard, Midarabana, we introduced the concept of Mars Eye and therefore we have to treat it like a vineyard. I want to wish everyone a wonderful day.